Okay, before we begin, um, if you want to follow along to make it easier, I did send out the spreadsheet. So I forgot to mention it, but uh, if you do want to do that, just uh, follow the spreadsheet and I kind of go right down the line. Every podcast has a song, so everybody come along. My fantasy team can't be beat, you will suffer your defeat. My point total is really large. I'm your LM man in charge. This is the intro I will use to bring you all the news. Hello, friends, family, and opponents, and welcome back to the podcast. We have the week three review as well as week four preview planned for you in this episode. Before we begin, just a friendly reminder, Thursday night football this week, we have the Broncos taking on the Jets. Not too many fantasy players in that, like, if any. I don't even think there is any, to be honest. But your friendly reminder that if you do have one in your lineup, to get them out of your lineup. And also, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers and Tennessee Titans game has been postponed. Um, everything that I've seen so far indicates that they want to play Monday or Tuesday. Um, and I will get into more of the options for us as fantasy owners when we get to the week four preview. But before we do get there, let's talk about week three. Last week, I was not able to record a podcast because my voice sounded worse than it does right now. I know it doesn't sound great now, but I am actually able to complete a sentence without uh, coughing to death. Um, if I'm in the middle of a sentence and all of a sudden just kind of stop talking, it's probably because I started coughing and I had to edit it out and I probably forgot where I was. But with that out of the way, let's talk about week three and let's go over my rankings since I didn't get a chance to um, talk about them. Uh, the quarterback position, I'm just going to go what I had, 1 through 8, and then I will tell you what it ended up. So my number one quarterback ranked last week was Kyler Murray. Number two was Russell Wilson. Number three was Lamar Jackson. Four, Patrick Mahomes. Five, Cam Newton. Six, Dak Prescott. Seven, Gardner Minshew. And eight, Matt Ryan. And this week for quarterbacks, there was a top four that did really, really well, and then a bottom four that did absolutely terrible, uh, leading all quarterbacks in our league in scoring was Patrick Mahomes with a 4D even. Um, watching that game, Patrick Mahomes was throwing the ball all over the yard. He had so much success that he threw a touchdown to his fullback and to his left tackle in that game as the Chiefs were able to run away from the Ravens. Um, the other quarterback in that game, Lamar Jackson, item number three, he ended up number five with 14.18 points. Yeah, that's an indicator of just how top-heavy, bottom-heavy uh, the quarterbacks were this week. That's the number five quarterback scored 14 points. Kind of crazy. Uh, the number two quarterback was Russell Wilson at 36.8. He broke an NFL record with 14 touchdowns in the team's first three games. Never done done before. It's funny, going into the year, I was like, Russell Wilson isn't going to be a guy who scores – a bunch of points, but he's not going to score a low amount of points either. He's Mr. Consistent, and he scored 30. He's been the number one fantasy quarterback in fantasy football this year with another week scoring over 30 points. Number three, Dak Prescott, 27.48. Uh, another Dak-type week. Um, <coughs> sorry, it's kind of up and down and uh, was another up week for Damian. At number four was Kyler Murray. He was my number one ranked quarterback. He ended up with 21.7. Uh, if you can get 21.7 out of your quarterback, I feel like that's very solid. And that's why he comes in at number four. It was a very He was reached the top four of quarterbacks for the week in our league. Um, nothing crazy, but definitely could have been a lot worse. Number five was Lamar Jackson. Like I said, he ended up with 14.18. He just couldn't get things going. Uh, a lot of his points were rushing yards. I don't have his stats pulled up, but he did not throw the ball very effectively at all just from watching it. And I think he might have like 50 or so rushing yards, which would be five points. So 14, five of his 14 were rushing points, which is rough out of a quarterback. But that's the beauty of having a multi-dimensional quarterback is you get those rushing points as well. At number six for the week was Matt Ryan with 11.42. Yeah, because the quarterback position was rough this week. 
Um, they couldn't get anything going either. I expect them to bounce back this week against the Packers. Uh, I think the Falcons are probably going to be behind and they'll be throwing more. So I'm not panicking on Matt Ryan. Number seven, Cam Newton, 11.18. He kind of had the same deal going where he couldn't just couldn't get the offense going whatsoever. Uh, Rex Burkett <coughs> was running all over the place, which I don't expect to happen <laughs> like ever again. And then number eight, the number eight quarterback for the week was Gardner Minshew, 9.2 for Colin. Uh, man, I picked Gardner Minshew the, last week because of the matchup. He's playing the Dolphins, and I figured, I mean, who couldn't throw all over the Dolphins? And, well, apparently Gardner Minshew. Now, if we move on to running backs real quick, uh, this time I'm going to go down my rankings, and then I'll tell you where they end up uh, finishing opposed to where I ranked them and also their total points. Uh, I had number one, I had Ezekiel Elliott. He ended with 14.8, which was good for 12. 12th, right in the middle. Um, not a bad week whatsoever. 14.8 is a very solid week for running backs. Um, I think that's about where Ezekiel Elliott will average. I think there'll be games where he, you know, does Ezekiel Elliott things and goes off. And then there'll be other weeks where it'll be worse than this. But this is a very mid-road week, which is why he ended up exactly in the middle at 12th. At number two, I had Alvin Kamara. He ended up being the number one fantasy running back this week, scoring 38.2. He has been thriving with Michael Thomas out of the lineup. Um, he's been the number one fantasy running back. I think if we were redrafting today, Alvin Kamara would probably be the number one overall pick with Saquon Barkley being out for the year <coughs> and Christian McCaffrey being hurt. I think Kamara is the easy number one pick right now if we were redrafting, which we're not. But just saying, I think he has a very good opportunity to be the number one fantasy running back at the end of the year. At number three, I had Derrick Henry, and that is where he finished at number three. So that makes me feel pretty smart. Uh, he ended up with 26 in against the Vikings. <coughs> sorry, once I get going, I'm, gonna, I'm starting to cough, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Derrick Henry against the Vikings, there was, um, I think it was the end of the third quarter, there was about a two-minute span where Derrick Henry all of a sudden had two rushing touchdowns, like back-to-back, being bang, boom, uh, which is nice for me. He has three rushing touchdowns on the season now, and if Derrick Henry can get rushing touchdowns, that's kind of his uh, fantasy stardom because he's a very poor pass catcher, which if you watch the game, you noticed when they threw it to him, he looked very uncomfortable trying to catch a football. Um, so, again, he's got to get be able to run the ball effectively in order to be fantasy relevant, which he was was this week. At number four, I had Dalvin Cook. He ended up as number five with 24.9 this week. He looked really good. Um, the Vikings offense looked a lot better this week than it did last week. I mean, obviously, it's hard to get much worse than what we were the previous week. But um, Dalvin Cook, no issues with him whatsoever. Number five, I had Jonathan Taylor. <coughs> And he ended up at 14 with 12.7. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know anything that happened in this game. But, hey, he had 12.7. At number six, I had Austin Eckler. He finished at earning back number four with 25.8 points this week. Uh, he had 11 catches, which is good for five and a half points. And he had a bunch of uh, receiving yards, which helped get that total so high which is very promising because the first two weeks he was not used in the passing offense. So to see him being used is awesome for me, especially with Saquon Barkley being out. Did I mention Saquon Barkley towards ACL? <coughs> at number seven, Aaron Jones, he ended up at RB10 with 15.6 points this week. Um, again, the kind of like what I said with Ezekiel Elliott, this is about where you expect Aaron Jones to score um, average per week. I mean, there's going to be weeks where you're, you have Alvin Kamara who goes off for 38.2. Um, and there's going to be weeks where where you're kind of like some of the lower-end guys where you just can't get things going. So just a nice average week here for Aaron Jones. At number eight, I had Josh Jacobs. He ended up being running back 19. He scored 7.8 points. Uh, a little bit of a down week in terms of Josh Jacobs. 
like I said, with Aaron Jones, where there's going to be weeks where you're Alvin Kamara, and there's going to be weeks where you're Josh Jacobs and only get 7.8, which isn't the end of the world. Nothing wrong with 7.8. It's just you wish it was higher every single week. But there are going to be weeks like this where it happens. At number nine, I had Chris Carson. He ended up at running back 16 with 9.1 points. Now, if you did not see the play of Chris Carson, just uh, go to YouTube, search Chris Carson uh, leg injury, and watch the Dallas Cowboy player injure Chris Carson on this play. It was super dirty. Uh, He basically had a hold of his foot. The play was over. Chris Carson was down, right? And this Cowboy player had a hold of Chris Carson's leg, and then crocodile rolled like twice to like twist his knee a bunch and it was just super dirty and you don't want to see that uh looking at the uh injury thing chris carson is currently questionable uh the one diagnosis i heard would say it would take one to two weeks for him to be fully healthy but they also the seahawks also said that they wouldn't know more until wednesday's practice which is today of me recording this. And I haven't seen anything new about uh, if you practiced or not. And I just checked like 20 seconds ago before I started. But uh, yeah, there's your Chris Carson update. Just keep an eye on him in the upcoming weeks, uh, Corey. Okay. At number 10, I had Clyde Edwards Elair. He ended up at running back 9, 15.9. Um, just a very, very solid week. Again, nothing crazy, but. <coughs> Gets the job done with, at coming out at number nine. At number 11, that Kenyon Drake. He ended up at 17 for running backs with 8.4. <coughs> he just couldn't get it going either. Uh, I didn't watch this game, so I can't tell you if he looked bad, looked good. Just 8.4. Not terrible, but not great. At 12, I had Joe Mixon. Uh, he ended up at running back 20 with 7.5 points for the week. Just a rough week for him. Couldn't get it going either. Um, but I have no issues with Kenyon Drake, Joe Mixon moving forward. I think they'll be fine. At number 13, I had Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb was a big mover. He went up all the way to number 6 with 23.5 points. Uh, seems like, as of right now, the only really reliable Cleveland Browns fantasy players are two running backs, which is crazy. <coughs> it kind of looks like uh, Alex Gordon, not Alex Gordon, Melvin Gordon and um, Austin Eckler in San Diego, San Diego, Los Angeles last year. Sorry, but uh, they have two very fantasy relevant um, running backs and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. It's kind of fun to see. <coughs> at number 14, we had James Conner. He ended up at number seven, scoring 22.9. He got into the end zone twice, I think. Um, so a very good performance out of him. Very, very good. Number 15, we had the biggest mover upwards of the week with James Robinson. He ended up with, at running back two, a difference of 13. He ended up with 27.9 points, which is wild. Didn't see that coming. Every time the Jaguars got down into the red zone, they ran it. Instead of letting Gardner Minshew rack up the garbage points, they let James Robinson do it which sucks, and it makes it hard to um, judge how effectively he's going to be used in the future. But very, very good week at 27.9. Running back 16, I had Todd Gurley. He ended up at 13, 14.7, got in the end zone. Uh, Overall, the Atlanta Falcons offense looked really, really rough, besides um, Calvin Ridley played really well. But uh, Todd Gurley got a touchdown, which made his numbers look a lot better than they actually were. At number 17, we have the new Carolina running back, Mike Davis. He ended up at 8 with 19.1. Uh, I think he's going to be used a lot like Christian McCaffrey is you is typically used. He just doesn't have uh, nearly as much talent as Christian McCaffrey. So, ended up at 19.1. But anytime you can have a running back be the main guy on your team, then it's good for fantasy football. At number 18, we had I had Melvin Gordon. He ended up at 22, 5.8. Rough week for Melvin Gordon. Couldn't get the ball rolling either. Um, the Broncos are just a mess. What can I say? <coughs> uh, let's get a quick drink as you hear the psh, psh. Ah, thank you. At number 19, I had David Montgomery. He ended up at 21 
with 6.4 points. Um, nothing special. Uh, Tree Cohen did tear his ACL this week, which sucks, but I mean, it's the Bears offense. It's kind of hard to trust anybody besides Allen Robinson. Number 20, we had David Johnson. He ended up at 15 with 11.6. Got into the end zone. Thank God he did. Otherwise, he would have had a rough week with only 5.6 points, but did get into the end zone, which is nice. At number 21, I had Leonard Fournette. He finished at 23 with 3.2 points, and I hate Leonard Fournette. Hate him. Hate him, hate him, hate him. There's a reason I will never own Leonard Fournette because I never know what I'm going to get. Last week, I was like, oh, let's take the dive here. Leonard Fournette, I can trust him now. Let's put, I'm going to rank him. I'm going to tell Dad that he should start him. And then he goes for 3.2 points. Like, what? What? At number 22, we had a former Viking of Jarek McKinnon. He finished at running back 11, 15.2 points. He also got hurt in this game. Seems like every 49er is hurt. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, I think Raheem Mustard is coming back this week, though. So, even if he, even if uh, Jarek McKinnon is healthy, with Raheem Mustard coming back, kind of eliminates his fantasy production. Uh, number 23, I had Mark Ingram. He finished at running back 24 with three points, the lowest out of all starting running backs. That Baltimore offense just could not get it going. And by the time they kind of got the ball rolling a little bit, they were way behind, so they were throwing it. And pass catching is not Mark Ingram's forte, Matt. Met. So, uh, yeah. Baltimore kind of has to be ahead for Mark Ingram to be uh, reliable. At number 24, I had a player that got dropped <laughs> at number 18. He finished at number 18. It was Naheem Hines. It's kind of funny. I told Damian to start a guy, and then the next day he dropped him. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. But he ended up with 8.1. <clears throat> so there is a running back on the waiver wire, unless someone picked him up and I missed it. But uh, I'll just take a look real quick so I don't look completely crazy. Did somebody pick up Naheem Hines? Looks like they did not. So, if anybody needs a running back, I would go pick up Naheem Hines. I like him. I mean, he's a patch catching back. He's kind of that Tariq Cohen vibe. So, uh, yeah, I like him. I like like him a little bit. Maybe that's what I'll do at the end of the episode. Maybe I'll go through, like, the waiver wire like free agents and be like, Hey, you should pick up this person or these players look fun to add. I don't know. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I won't. Who knows? But <laughs> going on to receivers, let's go through receivers a little bit faster than running backs. Now there was four receivers that I ranked that ended up not playing. So for that, there's only 20 wide receiver rankings, 20, because obviously Four guys. I'm not. I mean, they scored zero. Didn't play. Nobody started them. So good job, everybody, for checking your lineup. But here we go. At number one, I had DeAndre Hopkins. He finished as wide receiver number three with 18.7. DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion, is going to end the year as a number one wide receiver. I've had him. I am ranked number one. And spoiler alert, I have him ranked number one again this week. I really, really like him. Glad that I was able to pick him up. And number two, Devontae Adams did not play. Number three, Michael Thomas did not play. Number four, we have Tyree Kill. Uh, he ended up at number three with 18.7. Scored the exact amount of points as DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, that uh, that Chiefs offense is insane. Insane right now. Uh, it's nice to have a piece of the pie, that's for sure. Number five, I had Calvin Ridley. He ended up at number nine with 14.2. Uh, very bounce back day for receivers in general this week last week the receivers point total seemed really low but this week seems a little higher i don't know number six we had julio jones did not play number seven i had juju smith schuster he ended up at number eight 14.3 points 0.1 point more than calvin ridley juju's very good with ben big ben it's always fun number eight i had tyler lockett he ended up at number one with 32 and a half points did not expect that whatsoever. I would say how Lockett's like a very consistent receiver. Well, he was super consistent <laughs> this week, scoring 32 and a half points. Number nine, Amari Cooper. He ended up at number 11 with 13.1 points. Uh, Cowboys offense, 
kind of scary right now, I'm not going to lie. Um, they're very good at getting behind and then just flinging the ball around. Number 10, I had Stefan Diggs. He ended up at number 12 with 12.9 points. There was a drive in this Bills game where they threw a screen to – this is at the one-yard line. They threw a screen to Diggs, and he scored. Then they challenged, and it turns out that he caught it off the turf, so it was incomplete. The next play, Josh Allen is running around with his head cut off and just throws it into the end zone. And Stefan Diggs pulls it in for a touchdown. And then there was holding. <laughs> and then the next play, they throw it to Diggs. And he looks like he's going to score. And he got tackled at the one. So Stefan Diggs had two touchdowns taken away in this game. And then was a yard short of scoring a touchdown as well on that same drive. It's just kind of funny. He did end up scoring a touchdown later and ending up with 12.9 points. At number 11, DK Metcalf. He ended up as wide receiver number five with 17 points. Number two wide receiver, Allen Robinson. I ranked number 12. He scored 23.3. At number 13, we have Chris Godwin. He ended up at number six with 14.9. Nice to see Chris Godwin back out there. Or not back out there, but he is, did get hurt in this game. I think he's doubtful for this week. So it sets up. Number 14, Mike Evans. Uh, he ended up at number 10 with 13.2. Tampa Bay offense looked a lot better this week. Number 15, I had Adam Thielen. He ended up at 13 with 10.8. Uh, did he score a touchdown this week? I think so. Yeah, he scored a touchdown. Thank God he did. Cause he only scored 10.8. Yeah, that's right. Cause I was looking at this and was like, wow, he only ended up with 10.8. Felt like he had a lot more points than that, but, um, good thing he scored the touchdown. Number 16, I had Terry McLaurin. He ended up at number 14 with 10.6. 17 was Kenny Galladay making a season debut. He got into the end zone for 14.7 points and a ranking of seven. At number 18, we had one of the biggest disappointments of the week of Julian Edelman. He had up with 3.2 points, 19th out of 20th. Rough, rough, rough week. At number 18, or at number 19, the biggest disappointment of the week, I had Deontay Johnson. He ended up as the worst starting wide receiver of the week with 0.9. Yikes. And then we had OBJ, or we had DJ Moore score seven and a half, Odell Beckham, Marvin Jones, and CD Lamb. AJ Brown did not play. Tight ends, rough week for tight ends. The number one tight end was Travis Kelsey. Surprise, surprise. And he only had 11.7. And then Zach Ertz with 10 and a half. And then after that, it was seven and a half from Hunter Henry, 7.3 from Hawkinson. Um, I mean,. My number two ranked tight end, Mark Andrews, only scored 3.7. It was just an all-around rough week for tight ends, and George Kittle also did not play. Moving on to matchups. The results of this week, we had Colin took out took down Corey to go to 2-1, and one, Corey going to 0-3. Um, I had 146.6. Corey ended up with 106.62. Uh, <coughs> Devontae Adams not playing really hurt his... Um, total score, but Anthony Miller did score 12 points. Corey followed all of my projected starters, so nothing to talk about there. Next matchup, we had Courtney versus Mom. Courtney got the dub, moving to 3-0. Mom, our defending champion, drops to 0-3. and 0-3. It doesn't get any easier for Mom as she takes on moi next week. Uh, Courtney... <coughs> decided to play Miles Sanders instead of Josh Jacobs. And Miles Sanders ended up scoring 12.7 versus Josh Jacobs 7.8. So she made the correct decision of her actual score being 145.48. And if she would have played my people, she was only scored 140. So she scored five more points. Mom did everything that I suggested. suggested and Julio Jones didn't play, but Cooper Cup stepped in and scored 21.2. And for Courtney, George Kittle didn't play, so she played Kyle Rudolph. And Rudolph got in the end zone and scored 8.1. <coughs> oh, my goodness. I hope I can make it through this. The next matchup, we had Blake versus Dad. Blake got the dub, going to 2-1. Two and one. Dad drops to 1-2. and two. So our two championship teams from last year are combined 1-5 and five right now. So sad. So sad. Blake did one difference than what I would have done 
um, what the heck? Why is that weird? He ended up playing Robert. No, he ended up playing. Yeah. What? Yeah, sorry. He ended up playing Robert Woods instead of Stefan Diggs. Robert Woods scored 18.9. Stefan Diggs 12.9. So we made the right decision there. Scored six more points than what he should have. His actual score of 163.2. And I had him at 157.2. AJ Brown did not play. And he played Will Fuller instead. Will Fuller scored 13.4. So a lot of these did not play people and did really well. Uh, let's look at Dad's team. He ended up with 122.5, which is what I had him scoring as well. But Deontay Johnson was a letdown for me. I was feeling good things about him. And then Michael Thomas didn't play, but Keenan Allen stepped in and scored 23.7. Goodness, everybody that didn't play, the people that they put in, went insane. And if we look at Damien's team, let's see, he had... Malcolm Brown playing, and he made the decision of the wrong Rams running back as Darrell Henderson Jr. went off. Um, I suggested he played Naheem Hines instead, and then he ended up dropping him, but Naheem Hines ended up scoring 8.1, and Malcolm Brown only scored 1.9. So he had a score of 144.18, with me projecting him for 150.8. <coughs> Hannah, she followed all of the things I did. Hannah and Damien both did not have injury problems this week, at least in my rankings. So all their people that I had projected to play played, which is good. Makes me look better. Uh, and she followed all of them with 135.7 points. This was the game that I got wrong for the week. I had Hannah beating Damien, but Damien ended up pulling out the, the W, which puts my pick'em record on the year at 9-3. Every single week so far, I've gone three and one. The top scorers of the week, Blake, 169.2. Then Colin, Courtney, Damian, Hannah, Dad, Mom, Corey. Which moves our power rankings to Blake at number one, 20 and one, which is wild. So if you remember, I make my power rankings based off if you played everybody every single week, what your record would be. And Blake is 20 and one. And that one first, one time, one team that he did not outscore, he was playing. He was playing Courtney. Um, so he's outscored everybody every single week except for week one versus Courtney. And that's why he is at two and one instead of three and oh. At number two is Courtney at 18 and three. Again, we have a Blake and Courtney are running away with this early. At number three, Hannah, 12 and nine. Number four is Colin at 10 and 11. Number five is Damien at 9 and 12. Number six is Dad at 8 and 13. At seven is Corey, 4 and 17. And at number eight, our defending champion has only outscored three teams so far this year and is 3 and 18. So four through, four through six is only separated, four, five, and six are only separated by two games with a game in between each person. Um, and Colin's only two games behind Hannah, so there's still a lot of fantasy football left. Now, <coughs> now that we have, now let's move on, finally, to our week four preview. All right, before we get on to my rankings for the week, let's talk about the Steelers and the Titans. So their game is postponed because the Titans had a bunch of positive cases of Corona, and they want to play Monday or Tuesday. So what does that mean for fantasy football? If it's announced by Saturday or Sunday morning that they are going to play on Monday or Tuesday or they are not going to play on Monday or Tuesday, if it's announced whether or not that game is going to happen this week by like Friday or like or by Saturday or like Sunday morning, then I think there should be no changes to the week. That's plenty of time for everybody to get their lineup situated the way they want. But let's say, like Sunday night, Sunday night that they announce that they're going to play um, this week, I feel like people should be able to put them in their lineup if they have their players. Um, you guys, let me know what you think we should do. Again, I'm I am the LM. I'm the man in charge, but. I feel like this decision in a type of situation 
where this doesn't happen every single year. There isn't like a clear-cut rule that we agreed on, stuff like that. I think, I think if, so for example, I have Derrick Henry. And if they do play, the Titans and Steelers do play, then I, I want Derrick Henry in my lineup. So I feel like if maybe you put it in the chat or you text me like, hey, if this game does happen, I do want Derrick Henry in for Kareem Hunt instead, no matter what. Okay? So that way, it can't just be like, oh, Kareem Hunt scored two points for me. Uh, I want Derrick Henry in right now. Or, but it can't be like the other way where let's say Kareem Hunt scores like 30. I can't be like, oh, never mind. I don't want Derrick Henry in. I think once you make a decision, we stick by it. But you guys let me know what we should do and how you feel. Um, I just think with it being up in the air, whether or not there's a game or not, that's a little different than them full on saying, no, we're not playing this week. But that's my opinion. You guys let me know what we should do. Let me know uh, in the chat. You can text me privately, whatever. Just let me know what you think. All right. With that out of the way, let's move on to the rankings. Now, another disclaimer. I do not have any Titans or Steelers ranked. Um, the reason, number one, if they, they're not, that's postponed right now. The other reason is that way if they for sure don't play, that way, I wanted to have everybody that had a Steeler or a Titan, I wanted to have one of their players ranked. That way, they could have an audible from that player. Now, whether you listen to it or not, entirely up to you. But I just wanted to give people the options. Okay? I think that covers everything. Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks is not affected by anything I just said. Because nobody has Ryan Tannehill. And I, and I don't think Courtney's starting Big Ben this week. So, <coughs> quarterback rankings for this week. Number one, I have Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And number two, I have Josh Allen. Oh, wait. Russell Wilson and Josh Allen are on the same team. Blake has both these quarterbacks. And I totally forgot about this, and I ranked both of them at one and two. And then obviously I took out Josh Allen because I can't have two quarterbacks. Sorry. So, number one is Russell Wilson. Number two, I have Lamar Jackson. Number three, Kyler Murray. Four, Patty Mahomes. Five, Dak Prescott. Six, Aaron Rodgers. Number seven, Matt Ryan. Number eight, Cam Newton. So there's my quarterback rankings. Don't worry, I'm going to go through the matchups in a second. I just want to I want to go through the rankings because it takes me a lot longer <laughs> than you might think to make them. And I want to make sure I give some love to the rankings. And if you look at last week, I mean, I wasn't that bad. I wasn't that far off on people. I'm not going to be perfect, but... Here you go. All that jibber-jabbering away. Running backs, number one, I have Alvin Kamara. Two, Aaron Jones. Three, Ezekiel Elliott. Four, Dalvin Cook. Five, Austin Eckler. Six, Clyde Edward Lair. Seven, Josh Jacobs. Eight, Miles Sanders. Nine, Mike Davis. Ten, Joe Mixon. Eleven, Nick Chubb. Twelve, Kenyon Drake. Thirteen, Kareem Hunt. Fourteen, Darrell Henderson Jr. Fifteen, James Robinson. Sixteen, David Johnson. Seventeen, Raheem Mustard. Like I said, I'm pretty sure he's coming back this week. Um, that's why I ranked him. 18, Miles Gaskin, the new pickup by Mom. 19, Melvin Gordon. I hope he gets it going this week. 20, Mark Ingram. I hope he gets it going this week. 21, Leonard Fournette. Probably going to prove me wrong this week. 22, Antonio Gibson. He was picked up for my starter last week of Nene Mines. 23, Zach Moss. 24, Edo Smith. Junior? Is he a junior? I don't even know. Moving on, wide receivers. Number one, DeAndre Hopkins. Spoiler alert, no. Number two, Michael Thomas should be back. Number three, Devontae Adams. I think he's back. Number four, Julio Jones. Pretty sure he's back. <laughs> Number five, Calvin Ridley. Six, Tyler Lockett. Let's see if he can do what he did last week. Seven, DK Metcalf. Eight, Allen Robinson. Nine, Tyreek Hill. Ten, Stephon Diggs. Eleven, Keenan Allen. Twelve, Adam Thielen. Thirteen, Mike Evans. Fourteen, DJ Moore. Fifteen, Julian Edelman. 16, Kenny Galladay. 17, Tyler Boyd. Kind of a surprise entrance. 8, Amari Cooper. 19, OBJ. 20, Terry McLaurin. 21, Robert Woods. He's a lot lower than I expect. 22, T.Y. Hilton. 23, Marvin Jones. And 24, C.D. Lamb. Actually spelled out. 
not just the letters. Tight ends. Number tw- number one, Travis Kelsey, every single week. Number two, Mark Andrews. He had a very crappy last two weeks. Expect him to bounce back. Three, Zach Ertz. Four, George Kittle. The reason he's so low um, is because he's been banged up. I don't know if he's going to be 100% or get 100% of the snaps. Number five, Hunter Henry. Six, Tyler Higby. Seven, Jared Cook. Eight, TJ Hawkinson. All right. Should we move on to the matchups? The first matchup we have is Blake at 2-1 and one versus Corey, 0-3. Oh um, we have the number one quarterback versus my lowest-ranked quarterback of Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan. Uh, running backs, Aaron Jones for Blake. Raheem Mustard and James Robinson at 2, 19, and 17, respectively. Uh, Corey needs some work. Uh, strongly suggest going to the waiver wire and finding a running back, maybe two. Um, you're kind of beat up because Chris Carson's hurt and James Conner is a stealer. So uh, I would try to go to the waiver wire and pick some people up. I wouldn't want to start Zach Moss or Edo Smith if I was you, but that's just me. I have him ranked 23 and 24. Uh, Mark Ingram at number 20. Wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, number five for Blake. Stephon Diggs, number 10, 21. Robert Woods uh, is who I would start. Corey, Devontae Adams, number three. Marvin Jones, CeeDee Lamb, 23 and 24. So Corey has my lowest ranked quarterback, running backs, and wide receivers. But he does have a strong suit of Zach Ertz at number three. But Blake has Travis Kelsey at number one for a golf score of Blake, 76. Corey, 128. So I have Blake moving to three and one. Remember, golf score, lowest score wins. Next matchup, we have Colin, 2-1, and one, versus the defeated mom at 0-3. Now, going into this, I really think I have the advantage, but you might be surprised at what the final score I have. Quarterbacks, we have mom. She has the number two quarterback in my rankings of Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to be a man on a mission this week. He might be the top-scoring fantasy player of the week, but I do have him at number two. I have Aaron Rodgers at number six. Uh, I'm just so tired of the quarterback position. Just whatever. If I, if my quarterbacks are going to suck, I might as well take the backer one, right? That's what I was thinking anyway. Um, running backs, mom, she has Joe Mixon, Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin, 10, 9, 18. Miles Gaskin is the Dolphins starting running back that she picked up off waivers this week. Um, I like him a lot. Well, not like a terrible lot, but I do think he's the could be the answer to her running back issues. Colin, why are I talking third person all the time? I have Austin Eckler at number five, Clyde Edwards-Elair at six, and Kareem Hunt sliding in at 13. Wide receivers, I have number one, DeAndre Hopkins, 16, Kenny Galladay, 20, Terry McLaurin. She has four, Julio Jones, seven, DK Metcalf, 19, Odell Beckham Jr., Tight ends, number two, Mark Andrews versus number five, Hunter Henry, with a golf score. Colin, 69. Nice. And Mom, 74. So there's only a five-point differential there. I think this could be heck of a battle and a lot closer than I want it to be. The next matchup, we have one and two, Dad, taking on two and one, Damian. Quarterback matchup. We have a quarterback that I really, 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 really like. Kyler Murray, he came in at number three. And we have a quarterback that ugh, Dak Prescott at number five. I think Dak Prescott should start for Damian instead of Sean Watson once again. Mostly because I had a dream the other night that Sean Watson threw like four picks. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Maybe it was a sign to start him. <laughs> Running backs, dad has number one, Alvin Kamara. 16, David Johnson. And 21, the man of the hour, Leonard Fournette. Damien has number four, Dalvin Cook. 14, Darrell Henderson Jr. He is a Ram, so uh, watch Malcolm Brown or whatever the hell his name is will probably go off instead this time. And 22, Antonio Gibson. The problem with Antonio Gibson is he plays for the Redskins. Wide receivers. This is a huge deal. If Michael Thomas plays... I think that this is very important for Dad that Michael Thomas plays. I am ranked at number two. Um, hopefully he gets back on the field this week. Who knows, though. Uh, he also has number 18, Amari Cooper, and number 11, Keenan Allen. Damien is number nine, Tyreek Hill. 
Number 12, Adam Thielen. Number 15, bounce back week of Julian Edelman. Tight ends, Jared Cook, number 7 for dad. And Damian, number 6, Tyler Higby. For a golf score of 79 for dad and 87 for Damian. But if Michael Thomas doesn't play, I do think Damian has the edge and gets the win. But for it to be official, I'm not going to play the in or out game. My official decision is I think Dad gets the win this week over Damian. So, we quick recap. I have Blake moving to 3 and 1. I have Colin myself moving to 3 and 1 and I have Dad moving to 2 and 2. It's time for the game of the week. Game of the week. It's our game of the week. Game of the week. Here we go. In this week's game of the week, we have a sister matchup. Courtney at 3 and 0 oh, taking on Hannah at 2 and 1. Now, <coughs> quick overview of the teams. Uh, I think Courtney at this current moment, has the best team. Uh, she has the best depth. Well, I still think I have the best depth. I think she has the best starters as of right now. Hannah, she's had, I don't want to say luck, but she's had a heck of a start to go to, to be able to be 2-1 and one right now. And we'll see if she can continue or not. She also has been eaten, eaten, eaten bitten, whatever you want to call it, by the Tennessee Titans-Steeler game. She has Juju Smith-Schuster, <coughs> and she's also been hit by the injury bug. Chris Godwin is not going to be playing. Um, at least he's doubtful, so he probably won't be playing, which sucks for her. So, let's get into the matchups. Cam Newton at number eight for Courtney. Um, now, I don't have him ranked last, but I think he has a fine week. Um, I'm not panicking. If I'm Courtney, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, I have the worst quarterback um, just for this week. <coughs> Hannah has the number four quarterback of Patrick Mahomes, but the number one quarterback in the league. Again, don't freak out just because he's ranked this low. Last week, I had him ranked pretty low, and he scored 40. <laughs> uh, running backs, Courtney, my starters for you would be number three, Ezekiel Elliott, number seven, Josh Jacobs, and number eight, Miles Sanders. She has three running back ones in her lineup. Hannah, my suggested starters. Number 11, Nick Chubb. Number 12, Kenyon Drake. Hopefully Kenyon Drake can get it going this week. And 19, Melvin Gordon. I hope he gets it going too. He's kind of struggled out of the gate. Pretty rough start for him. Uh, Courtney's wide receivers. Uh, my lineup would be number 6, Tyler Lockett. Number 8, Allen Robinson. And number 13, Mike Evans. She has very good receivers and very good running backs. Pretty scary lineup. Hannah, she has number 14, DJ Moore, number 17, Tyler Boyd. I do like Tyler Boyd this week a lot. Like, he's the guy I would for sure, for sure, insert Tyler Boyd into your lineup. Like, just do it, okay? Or don't do it. Maybe don't do it. So that way if I'm right, I'm like, yeah, and if I'm wrong, she's like, eh, okay. <laughs> uh, number 22, T.Y. Hilton. Again, if Juju Smith played, he would probably, I had him ranked at like, the 10-ish, 12-ish area. So that's a difference of like 12 points right there, having to start T.Y. Hilton. But T.Y. Hilton, maybe he gets a long touchdown. Maybe it works out. In tight end, we have Iowa versus Iowa. I have number four, George Kittle for Courtney. And I have T.J. Hogginson in at number eight. He's actually been sneakily pretty good this year. Um, T.J. Hogginson has been. I'm going to pull... Pull up his stats real quick, if that's okay. Like so far, his position eight rank is number eight, and there's eight teams, so that means he definitely should be owned. On the year, he has 13 catches, 171 yards, and only one touchdown. But he has 16 targets with 13 catches, which is always good. Um, yeah, kind of a sneaky little week, sneaky little player. Good year so far. Uh, he had a really good <coughs> week one where he scored 14.1. He had That's where he had his touchdown. And then after that, 8.2 and 7.3. So, I mean, he's been 
very consistent in his yards, like 56, 62, 53. It's just a matter of if he can get in the end zone, he's going to have that 14-point week where it looks really, really good. Just not being in the end zone has kind of stopped him from being a higher-end tight end. But T.J. Jackson, very sneakily good so far. There you go. And for our golf scores, we have Courtney with 57, which I think is the lowest I've had so far. <coughs> um, there might have been one lower, but that that's really, really low. Like, that's insanely good. Like, the only player that she doesn't have as a number one out of running backs and wide receivers is Mike Evans, and it was 13, which isn't terribly low anyway. Um, Hannah with the golf score, 107. Now, that seems like a lot. Uh, I like Hannah's team a lot better than this 107 golf score, but that's just kind of how the rankings worked out. Uh, I do like Hannah's team, though. But I do have Courtney moving to 4-0, and taking down Hannah, and moving Hannah to 2-2. Two and two. That's a good matchup. I like that matchup. <coughs> Sorry. Which means my top team scores. Courtney at 57, Colin at 69, Mom at 74, making the jump up. I think she has a better week this week. Blake, the insane team so far, still does not like my rankings. I have him with 76, Dad at 79, Damien at 87, Hannah at 107, and Corey at 128. The reason I think Damien, Hannah, and Corey are so low, well, Hannah and Corey are so low, they've been bitten by the Tennessee Titans-Steelers game, which I keep talking about, and a little bit of the injury bug as well. And Damian, the reason I have him so low is just, he's kind of like Blake, where his team just doesn't rank very well, but I like his team. It just needs some better running backs. He's kind of willy-nilly throwing people in there, but I still like his receivers and his tight ends. No issues there. So my winners for the week, Courtney, Colin, Blake, and Dad. And now for a quick new little segment, free agent finds. I'm going to look through the waiver wire, how it stands right now, because obviously by the time you listen to this, maybe players are gone, added, and whatnot. But this is what I'm looking at right now, and I'm just going to go through some of the people that you could maybe pick up for your team or to keep an eye on in the coming weeks. Quarterback, none. I don't think anybody should be looking to pick up a quarterback. I like everybody's quarterbacks. I think all the quarter, all eight starting quarterbacks should be starting quarterbacks. So I don't think anybody needs to go out of their way to go get a quarterback um, for their roster. But running backs, <coughs> sorry, that's where it gets fun. That is where it gets fun. Number one, Ronald Jones. I think he could be picked up. Um, Devontae Freeman. He's the starting running back for the New York Giants right now. Naheem Hines. I don't know why. I just love Naheem Hines. Um, Cam Akers. I like Cam Akers. Um, if he could just take the Rams job and just run with it, that would be great. But still, we'll see. Um, I know Rex Burkhead had a crazy week last week, but I don't think uh, we need, anybody needs to be go getting him. Um, James White will be coming off injury here shortly. Uh, James Edmonds is interesting. Uh, he's a guy I would keep an eye on because if anything happens, Kenyon Drake, then I think it'd be a race to see who could get Chase Edmonds. Other than that, uh, that's about it. So if you need a running back, I'd be looking at Ronald Jones, Cam Akers, Devontae Freeman, Naheem Hines, <coughs> and maybe... If you're feeling spicy, Rex Burkhead, but I wouldn't Rex Burkhead. If we move to wide receivers, there really, I'm going to be honest, there really isn't any. Uh, the only one that maybe, maybe I could see you picking up would be uh, Jameson Crowder. He's kind of a big play kind of guy, but he's been hurt. Um, week one, he had seven catches, 115 yards and a touchdown, but he got hurt and hasn't played since. Now, reading through his injury thing, he was limited practice at every session this week. Um, so, I mean, Adam Gay said Tuesday that he anticipated Crowder would be available Thursday night's game. Oh, yeah, and they play Thursday, too. So, I don't 
I wouldn't pick up Jamison Crowder and start him. But if you want some depth, then he's there for you. Um, that's about it. Pretty thin wide receiver pool here. Now, tight ends. Tight ends. This is what I like. There's a lot, to be honest. There's three, which is a lot. You only start eight. Three tight ends I'm looking at. John U. Smith for the Titans. Hayden Hurst for the Falcons. And my number one, if you need a tight end, if you do not like your tight end, I'm talking to like three teams right now, but I'm going to let you figure it out. Mike Gesicki. If I have, if I was one of the teams that did not like their tight end right now, I'm going to the waiver wire right now. I'm picking up Mike Gesicki. I'm dropping my starting tight end, and I'm inserting Gesicki into my starting lineup. I'm serious. I'm only talking to two teams, or basically two. Three, maybe, but there's two teams right now that I would immediately drop their tight end and pick up Mike Gesicki. But that's for those two teams, maybe. Talking about you, maybe not. Um, defenses, do I want to talk about defenses? Not really. I mean, just look at the matchups. That's what I do. Um, start who you want to start. I don't really care. <laughs> kickers. Ooh, I haven't talked about kickers before. Um, no, <laughs> not really. No, just pick a kicker. I've had the same kicker all year, and I don't even really notice them. There's a reason I don't talk about kickers. Matt Gay, he has no team. There, pick him up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so those are kind of my free agent finds, the guys I like on the waiver wire right now. Um, so if you're looking for people, those are the people that I like more than others. Obviously, it can change from now until then. But that's why you got to be fast. You got to be a quick listener. All righty. Take it away, Hannah. I just need the whole title.